on this episode, I'm joined with my pal Jiu-Jitsu Scott Egley, and we talk about UFC 241, DC vs. Stipe 2, the comeback of Nate Diaz vs. Anthony Pettis, Yoel Romero vs. Paulo Costa, and more. Don't miss it. Welcome to the Spark. All right, welcome to the Spark UFC 241. I'm excited for this one, and guess what? I'm joined with good buddy, Jiu-Jitsu Scott. What's happening? What's going on? Ready uh, to do this. Good fights. It's going to be exciting. How did we do on that last call? I thought we had some, oh, some good ones, and then I got totally obliterated on that Askren call. Like. Yeah, we were talking just before we hopped on here that... Boy, were we wrong about that. But if that knee doesn't land, I think we are 100% right. Yeah, then what? I mean, he's going to get a hold of him. Yeah, I, I think that that was the one shot that Masvidal needed to land in that entire fight, and he managed to land it within 10 seconds. And now Ben Askren is a meme. Yeah. <laughs> Crying Ben Askren. Ugh. But I think we were more wrong about the John Jones fight. I thought that was going to be even more one-sided. I didn't, it was. I didn't think Thor or whatever his name yeah. was was for real Thor. Like, he, Jesus, that guy took some punishment. And he dished it out, too. It came out of there with a knee injury, which sucks to see. But he, A knee injury? He came out with every knee injury <laughs> we could possibly have. Yes, it, it, it was a crazy, crazy fight. And I think he showed a lot more than I expected. He outperformed any expectations I had for him. I, I completely 1,000% agree. I don't think John Jones didn't fight well. I don't think he didn't fight to his potential. I think there might finally be another person out there that's like close to his stratosphere. G- given if his body decides to heal up. Because, yeah. gosh, oh, did he yeah. get just mangled. Yeah. Like, well, uh, we'll see. I mean, Jones has had close, real tough fights, injured opponents, and that person has never come back to look the same. That's true, too. We'll see if those knees get. It was modern yeah. medicine. You can't stop it. No, no, no. But we got UFC 241 on the horizon in Anaheim, California, coming up Saturday the 17th. Get your popcorn ready. This, Dude, the top three fights, we got DC, Stipe rematch, Anthony Pettis, and uh, Nate Diaz coming Oof. back. And we got Yoel Romero Stopped and Paulo Co- uh, Costa coming up on that card. It's going to be, don't blink, I think it's going to be an awesome those three fights are insane, worth the price of I, I really think that there's going to be some highlight reel knockouts. The top three fights on this card, I, Ridiculous. somebody's going to go to sleep. I, Speak, speaking of, let's, let's get right into it then. The top, the top three, let's start with uh, Romero and Costa. We got 42-year-old Romero, who seems to get better with age, versus 28-year-old Costa. I do believe, at this point, Vegas has Romero as the slight favorite it's it's interesting to see that he is such a slight favorite given the complete opposing styles that the two have yeah I feel Costa just marches people down and bullies them whereas Romero that dude's wrestling is second to none no his wrestling is lights out but Costa man all you see if you look at his record TKO Uriah Hall TKO Johnny Hendricks TKO TKO KO TKO, 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 it's, that's all it is. 
Right. All he does is knock people unconscious. Yeah, he bullies people down, and ch- follows them this around This is the one of those old school fights them. where you get that boxing versus wrestling style. And we're going to see if Yoel has lost a step with age. Getting a little older, just got that big steroid lawsuit paycheck. $28 million could change a guy. You don't yeah, know. He might not be training as hard in those wrestlers to keep something like that up. That's what you have to do. At you 42? have to grind every single day. Grind other people. They gr- they're going to grind you. Wrestling is one of those sports that I don't have the numbers on, but I can imagine that more kids start wrestling and drop out of the sport than any other sport. It's tough. You tear apart your body, it's tiring, it's exhausting. And for a man that's already a multimillionaire and at 42, you don't know if his motivation is there anymore to do that. He came up wrestling in a dirt floor in Cuba. Now, I mean, he's driving Lamborghinis in Vegas. With that said, I can't go against the soldier of God. This guy, just... He's made out of stone. He's a supernatural freak that I don't know what planet this guy is from or what. But when it comes to this, I took one look at that Luke Rockhold knockout, and I'm like, Luke Rockhold's lucky his head wasn't bouncing off the mezzanine in that arena because he smashed him into another orbit. Yeah. But, I mean, the guy can punch, he can wrestle. And with this guy, Costa style, however many years the younger, almost 15 years, he marches people, you're going to get taken down, and then you're going to get elbowed and punched and yep. all this other stuff on the ground. It don't matter. It doesn't have to be a knockout or whatever, but his style just doesn't match up. I'll take the wrestler every time. Normally, I think I would too, but we saw Yoel against an elite striker in Robert Whitaker true. Yeah, this and is true. lose. He had, twice. Yes, twice. And he had five rounds both times. To put Whitaker down, hold him down, and hit him. This is true. I, I think Polakos is going to take this fight way more seriously. I think that he has the ability to stay on his feet, and we're going to see what happens. I'm excited that this is a three-round fight. You're not going to see either one of them saving any energy. They're not trying to yeah, conserve their Iron gas Man. tank for right. 25 minutes. But I hear... Uh, I believe uh, Romero's got a lot of third-round stoppages throughout his career. Yeah. So that could be... I, I, I'm, here's my final on that one. I'm taking the old man, soldier of God, 42-year-old, $28 million rich, Yoel Romero. Give me, the, give me the young buck. Take, all right. Give, give me Take the striker. The I say Paulo Costa finishes him off, stops Yoel by TKO, and I don't know, throw a round out there. We'll say second round. Okay, I'll, I'll stick with the third round trend with Romero. Okay, he's going to take in the third you round. You want to see the decision? No. Or are you going to stop? I think okay. he, I think he's going to finish the guy. Okay. Uh, via ground and pound, something of this nature. Okay. Third round. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, dude, Romero's got wins over Rockhold, Machida, Weidman, Tim Kennedy, Jacare. He's he's got a pretty stacked resume. And I, I just, but against it, the. Top elite strikers out there, those guys with heavy, heavy hands. This is true. He could get. I I don't know. We'll see. It's a fight that I'm excited, really excited to see because you don't see many of those 100% contradicting styles anymore. 
No. Everybody it, is training with everything. Everybody's semi-comfortable everywhere. But to see someone that's the one of the best wrestlers in the sport with against one of the best strikers in the sport, it it's going to be great. Anytime you get a knockout artist in there, it, you're just on the edge of your seat. I think it'll be a good one, man. This actual, the fight of the night that I think is going to happen here is going to be Pettis versus Nate. I'm so excited for this one. We got homeboy Pettis out of Milwaukee, yep. Rufus Sport, and Nate coming back from I don't know how long he's been laid off. Three years. Three years. Stockton slapping nobody for three years. So that's one question I wanted to ask. How many Stockton slaps is this guy going to get off? He's going to get a few. What's the over-under on that? Somebody's got to have a prop bet for this shit. Oh, they've got... I, I don't know. What do you, what do you say? Over-under five Stockton slaps. Three-round fight? Three rounds. Five slaps in three rounds? He usually throws them in bunches, too. Like yeah. two back-to-back. Yeah. I mean, he's got one on the big boss, man. He put that slap on Dana, too. He put that thing on everybody. Yeah, so I, I, I'm i going to say over five Stockton slaps. Over five? I'll, I'll, I'll go over five, but I think he's going to get three of them in the, in the third round. He's going to be frustrated enough and just start slapping. Frustrated enough. So what do you think? What, what's going to happen here? I'm curious. Man, here I'm kind of hung up on this one. There's guys that Anthony Pettis fights that has the same style as Nate. And by that, I mean nonstop pressure, crazy gas tanks, keeps throwing, won't quit all day. And that was Ferguson and Holloway. And in both fights, Pettis broke his hand. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, he's trying to match gas tank for gas tank with these guys and throw as, as, yep. as much to keep the pressure off. But guys like Nate and, and, and Holloway and these guys, they don't stop. So that was a bit of a concern for me. But coming back from three years, and if you look at who Pettis fought, he didn't win them all. But this guy has been fighting absolute savages in every single fight for the last how many years? I, I really believe that. I don't know if there's anyone else in MMA currently that has a more difficult total record for their career. His road has been insane, and he didn't win them all. No. So, but he—he—it's he, not like he got his ass whipped every time. Every time out the gate, he was. This guy's been fighting top five dudes for I don't know how long. So let's look at this. After his first win against Benson Henderson. He fights Clay Gita, Jeremy Stevens, Joe Lozon, Donald Cerrone, Benson Henderson again, Gilbert Melendez, Rafael Dos Anjos, Eddie Alvarez, Edson Barbosa, Charles Oliveira, Max Holloway, Jim Miller, Dustin Poirier, Michael Chizia, Tony Ferguson, and Stephen Thompson. These That's guys a are the who's who. I mean, that, that's, that resume is stacked. Even though he didn't win them all, it's not like he was getting just whooped over and over and over again. So just due to the fact of this guy's professional record and who he's fought, and then against the guy who hasn't fought in three years, and if yeah. you look at his record, he beat Conor McGregor, what, on a 25, 30-pound difference on fight yep. night? Give me a break. Look at the rest of who he fought. I mean, Nate's fun. He's exciting. I just yep. don't think he has the... I don't think he can take... I think Pettis is going to beat the guy up. I don't think he's going to finish him. It's really yeah. hard to finish a Diaz brother. But I think he's going to beat him up for three straight rounds. I think Pettis' 
biggest finishing opportunity in most of his fights is his jiu-jitsu. His jiu-jitsu is great. He's been training for a long time. They've got great jiu-jitsu at Rufus Sport. But one of the few people that he fights or has fought that has as good or better jiu-jitsu than him is Nate Diaz. And Nate Diaz has a length on him, too. Yes. I, I think that I completely agree with you that there's. I don't think that this fight is going to be finished on the feet or on the ground. Um, for me, this is a toss-up. I'm really not sure where to go. I have a hard time picking a winner. I tend to lean towards Pettis here, just purely based on his record, who he's fought. He, I mean, he's essentially it's a football team playing a playoff team every week of the season. It's crazy the guys he's 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 been able to to hang with, and like I say, not beat, but hang. And the guy, he, he's, he's great on his feet. He's, super, he's one of the most creative strikers in the game. His jiu-jitsu, like you said, is great. I mean, Nate's jiu-jitsu is way better, I'm sure. I, I mean, he's, the Diaz brothers are touted for that. But he can hold his own. So yeah. it's not like he's going to uh, you know, go and choke him out like he did Connor or something no, like that. No, no, no. I, I really hope that this fight doesn't actually go to the ground. And I think that that's the first time I've ever said that about a fight. Um, I think the style of both of their striking is so different and so exciting to watch that somebody who loves jiu-jitsu like myself, I don't want it to go there at all. There's going to be crazy kicks. And it's just, just going to be Is flashy kicks against Diaz's really sharp hands. And he's got that reach, man. Yeah, and his punches come out of nowhere. He doesn't hold his hands up high. He holds them low, and he can take a shot. I mean, if you look at like how the Diaz brothers fight, they got that front leg way out. Yep. And Connor Diaz too. Connor butchered the shit out of that leg, and that guy yes. took all of it and yep. more. I mean, he got knocked down three times in the first two rounds. Yep. And his leg was just getting just annihilated. And I think that that is going to really, really favor. Anthony here. If if Nate leaves that leg out there. Yeah, he will. He does it every and, fight. And he does. I mean, I mean, we'll see. Maybe he's changed some things up here in the past few years. That's a lot of time to fix some holes in your game. But Pettis will exploit that leg. And we'll see. I mean, he's going to need to do something to neutralize that real goofy length that Nate has. And that's a great way to do it. Get Nate moving away from you. When he's attacking, there's not many people in the UFC that attack like that. That just a huge volume of strikes. You yeah. saw it when he when Nate fought Cowboy. Yeah. It. We, no one has ever landed that many. I think it was significant strikes in a fight before. He landed like 200 punches just at his head as insignificant strikes alone. It. It was a massacre, but. I think overall, I think Pettis' experience, he's stayed busy. As long as he can stay durable in this fight, not take too much damage, I think he'll be there through the end. One, one shining thing, I mean, in Pettis', well, it's Nate's favor, but in Pettis' favor, it's only a three-round fight because Nate's gas tank is freaking insane. Yes. That guy never stops. So... It, it's going to be Anthony that gasses if if yep. either one was gonna, but 
I mean, it's only a 15-minute flight. We'll see what happens. But I, I think Pettis is going to beat the guy up all three rounds. I mean, it's not going to be like, you know, mm-hmm. embarrassment or anything. But I, I don't think a round goes to I think to the Nate. most telling thing that we can look at as far as a predictor here is Pettis' fight against Tony Ferguson. In oh that God. fight, he absorbed so much damage, but he was able to land his own offense in he that fight. He dished it out. I mean, he was on the cusp of winning yes. that fight. There was a couple of occasions in that fight where he got, he landed great shots. He, I, he didn't out-wrestle Tony, but he found himself in really, really good positions. I think that that, even in a loss, really gave Anthony some confidence going into this fight. And I think facing that kind of competition. So do you do you put Ferguson and Nate in the same category? No, I put Ferguson two categories above Nate. So I need that's to what see I'm Nate saying. Back. I think I think yep. it's been three years. He's never been top dog ever. Yep. And you got Pettis, who's cut running down the line here, going toe to toe with yep. most of these dudes, not getting smoked by anybody, winning a few, losing a few, but he's fighting who's who, yes. and he's staying sharp. Yep. And Nate has not. Yeah, I, I think that that's his advantage. I think that the experience of fighting these monsters, and that's what they are. They're the monsters in three different divisions. Isn't that I mean, crazy? 55, 45, how many 55 champions, to 70. How many champions or fighters that have fought for a title has Pettis fought? I mean, it, it's literally... It's insane. you got Alvarez... Uh, Gilbert Melendez, Benson Henderson, yeah, Wonderboy, Dustin, Ferguson, Holloway, Cerrone, has Cerrone fought for the belt? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody, it's the guy's whole resume is against. And like I said, I've gotten lucky enough to grapple Anthony years ago, and he just cut through me. It, it's He's like I wasn't savage, there. Eh? But my, I am nowhere near on the level of Nate Diaz. I will never be on that level. So, But I do think that that part of the game is going to get neutralized. I don't think either of these two want to go to the ground. Yeah, I think they're that good at chess players. And both of them kind of know what this fight is going to look like. This has the potential for both of them to walk away with an extra 50 grand in their pocket for fight of the night. Um, I, I think it is going to be and, fight of the and night. And going into it, that would be my prediction as well. Um, I will say Pettis wins the, de- the decision here. I think he outstrikes him. Um, he's just more creative with his kicks. He's going to tear apart Nate's legs, like you said. And I think he takes the decision here. Um, in a tough fight, I think there's going to be some blood here. Oh, man, I, I think so, too. That, well, there we, there we go. We're both, we're both on the Pettis train, hometown boy. It yep. should be exciting if you're catching that fight anywhere in Milwaukee. And this is an interesting fight, too, for Pettis. Because it's the first time in a long time that him and Sergio have not fought on, on the, the same, same card. card. And that tends to be kryptonite for those guys. If they're fighting together, I don't know what it is. They just don't seem to be able to put it all together. So, good. Like I said, being a hometown guy here, I hope to see Pettis win. And I think he will here. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be a good one. I, I don't, can't miss that flight. You got the main event, the rematch. Daniel Cormier, DC versus Stipe Miocic. What do you see here? The, I don't see Stipe getting knocked out here again. Okay. Um, I think he was surprised by DC's power, 
And DC has it. We've seen it by the because he went up in weight class, left light heavyweight up to heavyweight now. He's you know what's crazy to me about that is that Stipe's fought Junior, Overeem, Mark Hunt, Francis Ngannou, some of the hardest yeah. hitting dudes ever in the sport. Yep. And he, Francis, if I'm not mistaken, was it Francis that had him yep. almost dead to rights and the guy came back? Yep. And then when you looked at the last fight that they had, he was caught in the clinch and just surprised with an uppercut. Yep. And it's the ones you don't see that put you on your behind. Yeah, he... That punch that DC landed was it was beautiful. As flush as can it, be. And DC went back and described what was happening, and that's something that he trains. I really think that Stipe is his number one priority in this fight is to keep his distance. He does not want to be in that grappling range. Did Cormier explain all the eye pokes? What? Yeah. You know DC. If it's not. If it's not John Jones, he tends to get a little bit of a mouth on it. He was getting – there. there's a conspiracy, if you will. Stipe never said anything, but in that first fight, there was like a, a handful of times of blatant eye pokes. Yep. And then you could hear the ref warning him yep. a couple Watch of fingers. times. Watch your finger. Nobody ever said anything, but did that play a role in it? It's We're talking UFC conspiracy shit here. It. I mean, it, it could, but – I, I don't know. I, I would say it could play a role in certain fights. Right. If the person who is poking is a real top-level striker. Right. Because, say, they poke so-and-so in the eye, that other person might not see one of their sharp punches coming through, and they could take advantage of that. I'm sure it does have lasting effects in most fights that it happens. I couldn't believe, to me, I thought... I still think in this fight and in the last one, Stipe's not going to out-wrestle DC. No. Never going to happen. No. Uh, so the idea was to keep your distance. Guy kept getting poked in the eye. Where did he get knocked out? In the clinch. He comes in for it. And I don't know if he was getting lazy, getting yeah. tired, or what. But if he keeps his distance, like you just said earlier, I think is going to win this one, and he is not the favorite. No. Vegas has DC winning this fight. Yeah, I... Remember, this, this guy's 40 predictor. years old coming off of major back surgery. Yeah. But it's DC, man. This guy's he seems to have, like, iron will. If it's not John Jones, DC wins. It, John and is, that's pretty much proven true for, for everybody. John is DC's kryptonite, and and I don't know here. It's, I think it's going to be very interesting. I, I know for a fact... Stipe needs to keep that distance. He knows that that's not where he wants to be. You're not going to see him throwing kicks. You don't want to see him getting up close. He doesn't want this fight in the clinch. I think his boxing is sharp, though. You know, I mean, yeah. I think if I, he can outpoint him for yeah. sure and frustrate him enough, and then maybe DC starts taking reckless shoots. Who knows? It, but I, I just think don't that see that how DC is too much of a veteran to do that shit. He's yeah. too smart. But I mean, you get hit with a big shot, and that's true. It puts you in that survival mode where you see these guys get rocked, and what do they do? They grab for the legs. They, right. they go down. They try to grab onto something. It could happen. I mean, Stipe doesn't have the same length. As John Jones did, and that length has always given DC problems. Yeah. Because DC doesn't 
want someone to be able to keep them out that far right. with that same quickness that John Jones has. Um, it, it's just a very interesting fight to me. If 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 Stipe loses this, does this like tarnish his title run that he had, or I mean, is there any coming back from that, or is that the same deal where it's like DC can't beat John, Stipe can't beat DC? Mm-hmm. What does that do? You know, I, I I don't think it tarnishes anything. My only issue is then I think it just makes that top of the division cloudy like that again. Yeah. I, there's the three perennial guys there at the top, DC, Stipe, and Francis. And all of them, I don't think, can beat the other one very well. I, I think that... So Jones needs to move up. And I think that that's the big shakeup here, that Jones moves up. Because Lesnar's not in the picture anymore. No, thank, thankfully that clown isn't going to be around. There was talk, though. I believe it, was, it, was, it was serious. Like three, four months ago, they were yeah. talking about... Uh, Lesnar coming back, and it was Lesnar DC. Remember, yep. was, like well, they called at, each other out and all it, this. It stuff, was after like, this WWF fight, style. after DC beat. It was Stipe the first time Lesnar goes into the ring, and Dude, they have some goofy WWF style. So staged, though, didn't it? Oh yeah, it seemed like oh, yeah. what is this? So, I, I don't know. It, it's a very interesting fight, and who else is in that division that would? come up and start challenging these guys. They're, these three are so far beyond the other contenders in there. What's the rankings at as far as uh, oh, let's, you know, he- heavyweight? Wh- where are the heavyweights sitting here? Because this is a major one. If Stipe wins this one, what do they have, a rubber match? I mean, DC's talking about retiring. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he's 40 years old, coming off major back surgery. I don't think there's going to be a Jones DC three. I don't really even want to see that fight, to be honest with you. Yeah, and but, I mean, Jones kind of just put the kibosh on that too. Yeah, just what today, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I do feel like if Stipe wins this one, I think I think DC would like to have a rubber match. Uh, I, th- I think so. I, that I would think... probably be the immediate rematch, right? Yeah, I, I would say. He's but then not what necessi- happens to Francis? Well, I, I would say. Whoever wins this fight, their next fight is Francis. Whew. And that's, gosh, and Stipe already beat Francis. And I don't know if Francis has much of a shot against DC. Who was that that took him on his back and it was like game over? It wasn't that long ago. He looked real bad on his back. Oh... Oh, I'm blanking on it. So I, will it will it be as bad as when? Uh, uh, who was that boxer that DC uh, or that came in and uh, Couture um, fought him? James was it James Tony? James Tony Couture had took him down and then it was arm like triangle him. 20 seconds or something yep, crazy. With Thirty seconds maybe. Quick little ankle pick took him down. Oh boy. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it would be pretty, and. DC is at the highest level of wrestling in MMA. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, for sure. I mean, his entire life has been wrestling since he was, like, eight years old, probably younger for him. I mean, he coaches. I mean, his ring knowledge is insane. There's a reason why he's on ESPN detail, yes. watching every single move. That guy's knowledge of the game and the sport is 
surpasses like 90 plus percent of these dudes. Oh, absolutely. He's just so far. God, I wish I could read fights the way that guy does. Oh, it's, it's, it's crazy how he, he sees things before they even happen, sees weight changes, he sees all this kind of stuff. So, I mean... I mean, you look at him, and he's not... You, it's not what you would consider, like, the most athletic guy out there. No. I mean... He was doing a YouTube video talking about food and dancing and yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, chicken wings. Like... So, right now... The the rankings for UFC heavyweights, we have Stipe there at the top with DC, then Francis. According to this, we have Curtis Blades, Derek ah. Lewis, Alexander Volkanov, yeah, I think there's a major and Alistair gap. Overeem. Yeah, I think there's a major gap after them top three. I think it's being someone who does not step into the ring. Let's preface it by saying that. I think this is the least talented heavyweight division, top to bottom, than we've seen in a long time. And Oof. I think that a really good heavyweight wrestler could come in and fly through these rankings. So any MMA prospects, get in the UFC, be a good wrestler, and go to heavyweight. Because I think you're going to fly up there. I mean, you've got great strikers. Don't stand with them. Yeah. These guys don't have the gas tank to have another 260-pound man just grind on them for 25 minutes. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, you got Kane who just went He's into a luchador. Like professional wrestling. And yep. he, he, he was a guy that could grind and he could do it yeah. all. Uh, he was in just, him and DC and Luke and all them guys come from the same camp. Isn't Khabib in there too? Yep, yep. So you know if if it's if anybody's gonna come out of there, it's gonna be out of that school. Those guys are phenomenal at AKA. They that's what they do. They make wrestlers into champions. Well, and, I wonder if they got any heavyweights tucked in tucked yeah, back in. Yeah, there I don't know. It's it, there's just a lack of it there. A lack of kind of excitement there at the top. So I, I don't know. I'm not sure how I predict this fight. So if you're betting, where's your 100 going? In this fight, with this everything fight. being equal, them having fought before, yep. I would then go wrestler. So you're going DC I, again. I love Stipe. I like what he does. I like his fighting style. He seems like a genuinely good person other than him being a Cleveland Browns fan. Ah, they're going to be good this year. What are you talking about? Yeah, we'll see. That's what paper says. I'll ask Matthew Barry here in a few weeks. Um, <laughs> Stay tuned for the fantasy football special. Folks. Yes. Yes. Fantasy football live. Don't listen to me. I haven't won shit for 20 years. So <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I, I would put some money. I would stay safe here, not step out on a limb too far and go with the wrestler. Again, his ring knowledge and his f just fight awareness, I think he's going to understand when to wrestle here, when to stay away or engage Stipe. So and I think is that this that's going to decision? I don't see. Yeah, five, I'll, I'll say this rounds? is a, a five-round decision. Okay. I think it'll be a decision as well. However, I have Stipe winning this thing. Okay. Actually, no, let me change that. I'm taking Stipe by knockout. That's even ballsier because he's already 
Vegas isn't taking him. I think Stipe, if he can keep that distance, I just don't yeah. see him getting knocked out again. I was taken aback crazy yeah. the first time that happened. But, yeah, you're fighting a guy with insane ring awareness who's the top of the game, but 40-year-old old dude, major back surgery, heavyweight, and a dude who's hungry. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm taking Stipe by knockout, and I got to call around. Give me it. In the third. Okay. If DC can pressure Stipe, make Stipe back up, not be able to plant his feet to throw power into those punches, I think that's how Stipe wins this. If Stipe is able to set those feet and early in the fight just land a little bit of that power on DC to slow him down, keep DC from coming forward, make him respect his stand-up, then I think Stipe's got a real shot. But I don't think he has much else except yeah, the distance yeah. and the manpower. So I'm, but I'm still going to stay DC decision, grind it out. We'll say three rounds to two. I, I'm, I'm good with that. I say it's a close decision, but, but DC takes it. You got DC by decision in the, uh, all, the way. all the way. I got Stipe, knockout third round. We both got Pettis, I yep, believe, Yep, I right? say put your money on Pettis. That's going to be an exciting fight. I think it's going to be a good one. I got Romero, a third-round knockout. You got Costa going. Give me Paulo, them Brazilians. Well, how was your finish? I can't TKO, remember. TKO, second round. Okay. Well, there round. you have it. He's going to put the old guy down. Should oh. I have a recap on this? <laughs> Absolutely. But, uh, hey, man, that's been our time. Again, this will be a good one. Check it out. Saturday, August 17th, UFC 241. Get ESPN Plus or however the hell you have to watch it now. I don't know. It's way too confusing. But but (laughs) check it out. All right. We'll see you. Thanks again. See you, pal. Cheers. Cheers.